0: Bag of memories, my only luggage I'm trying to travel like the way I love it I never really care about the distance I let the music guide me, be my mistress In all the places I have seen They all felt like a home Every day is a new scene outside my comfort zone and all the girls are calling me. Yo, 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 what up? It's your host Selinas, aka Shorty Doo-Wop and today I'm gonna be speaking on your conscience and your subconscious because they are two totally different aspects of your mind and we need to be very clear on both of them and their purpose that they serve within our lives. So in order to understand the purpose i feel that it needs to be broken down in a way for even the least sophisticated person can understand so i'm going to try my hardest within this episode to truly give you great detail in what it is that you need to specifically know about your mind so that you can get to those higher and greater levels of yourself and in your life that we are all searching and craving for. But to actually get there, there are specific things that we need to understand as a whole, in order to make this divine change in our universe, in the unity between our people, between our neighborhoods and communities, we all need to understand certain things so that we can become those great individuals. Consciousness refers to your individual awareness of your unique thoughts, memories, feelings, sensations, and environments. Essentially, your consciousness is your awareness of yourself and the world around you. This awareness is unique to you. They say if you can describe something you are experiencing in words, that is a part of your consciousness your conscience experiences are constantly shifting and changing. For example, you can be reading a book and your conscience may shift to a memory of a conversation you had earlier with your neighbor. Then maybe you start noticing a weird sound coming from your refrigerator or maybe you start thinking about what's for dinner, all while you are still reading the book and you catch yourself reading the same paragraph three times, right? Somebody feel me on this. I know you do. (laughs) I have done it quite some times before, but this type of shifting of thoughts can change dramatically from one moment to the next. But even though it seems to be so smooth and effortlessly, we need to gain control of those moments. You have to stop it from happening when it starts to happen. Because if not, you are not actually going to be able to embrace and appreciate the moment that you are actually in, whether it's reading or writing or watching a movie or even engaging in a conversation with someone. You have to be able to be in that moment without your mind shifting to something totally different, without doing certain things subconsciously. So I'm gonna get into our subconscious here in a minute, but I really just wanna break down what our conscience is. There are a number of things that can cause changes or a shift in your consciousness. Sometimes it can occur naturally, but other times this can be a result of things in your in your system, such as drugs or alcohol or even damage to your brain. Changes to consciousness can also result in changes in perception, thinking, understanding and interpretations of the world. There's only two normal stages of awareness and those are consciousness and unconsciousness. Now there are altered types of consciousness like coma, confusion, lethargy, disorientation. And I do want to make note that unconsciousness is pretty much the same thing as subconscious. Just so you know, I just wanted to put that in there because I did say unconsciousness and I don't wanna be saying unconsciousness and then say subconscious and you're like, well, which one is it? Pretty much the same thing, so no worries there. But like, have you ever been so tired and you just start speaking as if you are under the influence of some sort of substance, whether it's alcohol or drugs, but you start slurring your words or forget what you're talking about mid-sentence. Maybe even start speaking about something and you make absolutely no sense. And if you are speaking around someone or to someone, they will bring this to your attention. Like, hey, yeah, I think you are really tired. You need to get some rest. You're not even making sense with what you are saying. I've done this before. I have been that lethargic to where my mind is not coherent with what is actually In motion in that moment. So I don't know if you can relate to a moment like this, I am sure you can. But if you haven't gotten to that point, good for you, because you are getting good sleep. And that is very, very important when it comes to all aspects of your life, not just your mind. But if not, be mindful that this is possible, you can become this tired that your mind goes into a subconscious unconscious awareness. Disorientation is another word for unbalanced, discombobulated, lost, and many times it's caused by trauma, medication, or even some sort of infection running in your body to where it affects your mind. Now it is different from confusion because confusion is a lack of understanding and disorientation is a state of mind where you just cannot think straight. People usually confuse the two. So just wanted to make it known that these two are different from each other. All right, so that's consciousness. And my next episode, I'll go into more detail about clearing your conscience. But for this episode, I just want to give the basics of your conscience and consciousness and subconscious and really go into great detail about our subconscious, because it's a pretty vital part of our mind. See, the subconscious mind is a data bank for everything, which is not in your conscious mind. It stores your beliefs, your previous experiences, your memories, your skills, everything that you have seen, done or thought of is also in that data bank of your subconscious. It's also known as your guidance system. Right. Have you ever been in a moment to where you say or you have heard someone say my subconscious did that without even thinking it was done? I didn't even have to give it any thought. Something along those lines. I actually have these moments quite often, so I'm sure you do, too. You have to. It's just part of our minds. It goes hand in hand with our everyday life. The job of your subconscious is to ensure that you respond exactly the way you are programmed. Your subconscious mind makes everything you say and do fit a pattern consistent with your self-concept. Your subconscious has a huge effect on every action, But it is constantly overlooked. People don't really even give their subconscious any thought. And it's very important to understand this part of our minds because it does affect you every single day. But instead, the focus is often on our conscious mind, which that's where the critical thought function of our brain is kept. The subconscious is the powerful layer underneath. Whatever your conscious mind can encompass and navigate, your subconscious can. By the age of 21, you have already permanently stored more than 100 times the contents of the entire encyclopedia. Talk about a brilliant mind. You have to believe your mind is brilliant because it truly is. If an elderly person undergoes hypnosis, they can often and with great clarity remember events from 50 years ago. Your unconscious memory is virtually perfect. It's your conscience recollection that is subject to question. Your subconscious is perfectly fine. See, the thing is your subconscious does not think independently. It obeys commands that it receives from your conscious mind. Think of it like this. Think of your conscious mind as a gardener planting seeds. And your subconscious is the fertile soil in which the seeds grow. Your subconscious is an unquestioning servant. It works day and night to make sure that your behavior fits a pattern consistent with your emotionalized thoughts, hopes, and desires. So your subconscious can grow either flowers or it can grow weeds in the garden of your life. Whichever you plant is based on the mental equivalence that you create. My opinion is our subconscious mind has a way more vital role in our life than our conscious mind. But Our conscious mind is what conditions our subconscious. So you have to be conscious of your thoughts in order for your subconscious to understand the meaning of your thoughts and to guide you correctly. I know it can sound a little confusing. That's why I said just think of your conscious mind being the gardener that's planting the seeds. Subconscious mind is the soil in which the seeds grow. Our subconscious has what is called a homeostatic impulse. It keeps our body temperature at 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. It keeps you breathing regularly and it keeps your heart beating at a certain rate. It keeps your body in complete harmony most of the time. And you can't get any better than that. (laughs) Your subconscious is absolutely amazing. Whatever your habits of thinking and acting are, they are also stored there. And all of your comfort zones are memorized in your subconscious, which it's there to help keep you in those comfort zone. Isn't that crazy? So if you try to step out of your comfort zone or your comfort zones, your subconscious mind causes you to feel emotionally and physically uncomfortable it goes against changing any of your established patterns. You can feel your subconscious pulling you back towards your comfort zone each time you try something new. Even if you just think about doing something different from what you are accustomed, you will be made felt uneasy and you will carry this tense feeling inside of you. So, That's all normal. It's really normal to feel uncomfortable stepping out of your comfort zone or thinking about stepping out. And in order to gain true success and positive change, you have to stretch yourself and push yourself out of your comfort zone. You have to get past the feelings of uneasiness. And being able to do so is just really being able to understand in great detail what your conscience consists of, and what your subconscious consists of. Complacency is the great enemy of creativity and further possibilities. You have to be willing to feel awkward and uncomfortable doing new things in order for you to grow. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly until you develop a new comfort zone at a new higher level of competence. You are worth being great. You are worth growing to your full potential. Keep planting those seeds into your subconscious. Convince your conscious mind of your greatness and your need to grow into the greatest version of yourself. You have to retrain your mind so that it no longer is your enemy, but rather your friend. Be willing to see the unchangeable change. Be able to see that Whatever it is you are working on or working towards is possible and it will change your life for the better. Give yourself permission to be happy and successful and not feel guilty about it. Give yourself permission to step into a whole, happy, healthy, grounded, and meaningful existence. Do not allow other people's fears to cast shadows of doubt on you and your life. The way people respond to news of your success will tell you how they are really doing in their lives. For instance, if you announce you're engaged, people who are in a happy marriage will be so happy for you. People who are unhappy in their marriage will warn you on how hard and difficult marriage is and how that you should just really enjoy not being married and possibly just remain single or another example is you sharing with someone how you want to start your own business a person who is happy and secure in their success whether owning their own business or not will encourage your dreams and your goals a thousand percent a person who is stuck in their comfort zone, and holds a fear on taking risk and creating change will doubt your risk and your changes. So just remember other people's fears are projections of their own situations. That has nothing to do with you and what you are and are not capable of doing. Keep yourself surrounded around positive reinforcement. Make sure that the items you see and touch most often bring you positivity and happiness and hopefulness. Keep an inspirational note written on a post-it note next to your bed or to the door leading outside of your house unfollow people who make you feel bad about yourself and follow those who consistently post motivational messages and interesting ideas. Make your newsfeed a place that you can catalyze your growth instead of lessening your perception of your worth. You have to also speak about your success as a present fact, not a future plan. Start speaking about what it is you want out of your life Not in the context that you will one day pursue it, but rather that you are already living it. Instead of saying, I hope to do that one day, say I am strategizing how to do that now. Instead of thinking I will be happy once I am in a different place in my life, think I am completely capable of being happy right here and right now. Nothing is holding me back. You have to be able to imagine what you want in order to create it. Because if you don't know where you are going, you won't know which way to turn first when the path is made clear for you. If you don't have a clear image in your mind of what it is you want and how you want to live, you will hold yourself back from taking real meaningful actions towards anything. When our subconscious mind holds us back from pursuing something that we love, it is because we are holding a conflicting belief about it. It means your faith is tampered. You have to identify your resistance and gain answers as to why you allow it to hold you back. What is the true pleasure that you carry that won't let you move forward? And you have to have actual answers in order to gain an understanding and in order to gather a solution for a real positive change. I don't know is not an answer. You have to know. Forget about five or even 10 year plans because let's be honest, so much changes within that time frame. So realistically, nothing planned for the lengthy period of that time is actually carried out all the way and mastered. Just create a master plan, focus on that. Identify your core values and motivations. Ask yourself, what is the ultimate goal of what I want to accomplish while I am alive? And imagine the legacy that you want to leave, write it down, draw pictures, create a visualization on paper to always reference back to so that you can strengthen your conscience and subconscious and align your decisions to match with who you truly are. To get yourself to that place to have rather than to want is to begin some sort of gratitude practice. You have to get to that point in your life to where you don't want anymore, but rather you have it. In my episode about every day is Thanksgiving, I mentioned a gratitude journal and its importance. Well, that also ties along with fulfilling your purpose and goals in life. It helps you to shift your mindset from being hungry for change to feeling thankful and satisfied with where you are in life already. Nothing magnetizes abundance to you like gratitude will. There's a saying that says, and I quote, once you believe you have enough, you are open to receiving more and more. End quote. And believe me, this is undoubtedly true. Start asking the universe and higher power for what you want. People and places will be placed in your life to make it better and to help guide you to where you want to go. Keep an open mind. Don't doubt the process, but always be thankful and grateful for what you already have and where you already are. And then it will be more fulfilling when you move forward, when you progress with your life. It doesn't mean to stay stagnant and to be complacent with where you are. It's to be grateful So that when you move further in life, you can be even more grateful for the better being of yourself. If your goal is to work remotely and run your own business, instead of giving up when you fail for the first time at your attempt in creating your own business and moving forward with it try reimagining how else you could achieve your ultimate vision in a new way that is more financially lucrative. The point is, life will always surprise you with how things come to fruition. Instead of being obsessively attached to every detail working out the way you think it should, be open to potential and possibility. Even if it's something you never imagined before, spend time with people who are ambitious, supportive, and creative. If you are hanging out every weekend with people who are unhappy with themselves, you aren't going to receive an abundance of support in your goals of doing what it is that you want to do on your own and breaking out of the norm. You will truly become who you spend the most time with. So choose your company carefully And if it leaves you with only one person in your corner, or if it only leaves you with yourself, embrace that, accept it and appreciate and value that you are worth every bit of this process. So even if it leaves you alone or with that one person, that is okay. That is all you need. That is what the universe and higher power is trying to show you. So don't question it. Whenever you have free time, fill it with something motivational, whether it's listening to a TED talk, listening to very positive, inspiring music, listening to a podcast like mine, something positive. When you are doing your dishes or driving or mowing the lawn, tune into these type of things that are going to keep pushing you forward and helping you remain focused. And you may need to listen to these episodes or lessons more than once, but eventually they will seep into your brain and you will find yourself acting on wisdom received from who it is that you want or need to be more like. Taking these necessary steps are vital, especially when you need a little help, not feeling as if you are alone on your journey. And to be frank, you're never alone. You are never completely alone. Even if physically you feel that way, your conscience and some conscience will help you guide you to know that you are not alone, but you have to believe you have to realize that the universe is a powerful force. The most high, our God, Christ, savior, whoever you call on to be that person for you is there. Always and never give up hope and faith in knowing that. Clear your conscience and focus on planting the necessary seeds so your subconscious will back you up and give you encouragement in those moments that you feel doubt. Clearing your conscience isn't easy though, so brace yourself if you haven't already started this process. And like I said earlier, my next episode, I will fully dive into clearing your conscience and what it truly consists of. There are some specific steps and great detail in doing so. And with that, I'm going to close this episode. I truly hope that you took some notes, if not physically, mentally, some sort of way, just took notes with this episode and come back to it, reference back, to this one because it's truly going to continue to help guide you in the direction that you need to go to be a better you i send all the greatest vibes your way thank you so much for listening and tuning in to episode 45 and again stay tuned for episode 46 where it will be speaking on clearing your conscience and like i always say change your perspective Change your attitude, change your mind, and you change your life. I believe in you, so believe in you too. Until next time, I'm out. Me and my guitar Just me and my guitar